Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, dancer, actress, all around entertainer. And thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists in the game. This week on Lex Chat, there are a few topics I want to get into. And those topics include... Does an unreleased song count as a placement? We're gonna get into the AI rapper known as FN Mecca. And is following someone really that deep? So if these are topics that you would be interested in hearing more about and joining in on the chat, then make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure you stay tuned. Alrighty, so what's up everybody? This week on Lex Chat, like I said, we're gonna get into the uh we're gonna get into a few topics. Is an unreleased song considered a placement? We're gonna get into the AI rapper FN Mecca, and we're gonna get into is unfollowing someone really that deep. But as always, let's get into the Lex check. Now I really don't have much to check in with y'all on other than I'm feeling good. I feel like I've been more adult lately and uh, I've been cleaning my house. I've been staying on top of my cleaning chart. Oh my, I forgot to start this live, not the live. I forgot to start my video camera. Okay, so there we go. But yeah, I've been doing good just uh, I feel like I'm starting to find a rhythm and get back into myself again, which is a more organized self. Myself is more disciplined. Um, although honestly, I have been a bit undisciplined lately. And especially since I've been finding these little phone games to put on my iPhone, one of them right now is called Hospital Tycoon, where I'm like the administrator of the hospital and I have to hire receptionists and medical administrators and doctors and I have to build parts of uh, the hospital up and do upgrades and decide where the money goes. It makes me feel like maybe I should have gotten to the medical field because I like doing stuff like that. Telling people where money should go and uh, what we should spend our time improving on. <laughs> What's up Mixed by Black? Welcome to the Lex chat. So I've been doing, I've been playing that game and then I found this game called Parking Lot Manager where cars roll up to my parking lot and I put them in different spaces and I get them in and I get them out and I collect the money and it's just been taking up my little brain power and I think it's really fun for me because usually I'm so serious all the time and usually I'm working all the time so I think I'm just experimenting with things that are gonna help me to be mindless sometimes and I think that's important because I want to make sure I'm not gonna be burning out again <laughs> which um, definitely can happen. I feel like it's more likely to happen if I don't have things to do outside of music. And if any of y'all caught the Get Ready With Me video, maybe last week I went live. What was I getting ready for? Getting ready for the show. Yeah, August 17th, I had the show, The Intimate Sessions, which was really dope. Um, I was getting ready for that and we got into the topic of you know, how does burnout happen and then how can we avoid burnout 
And one of the things that helps people to, that helps me to avoid burnout is if I'm making sure that I have a well-rounded kind of like activities, making sure I have well-rounded activities and not just doing the same thing over and over again because getting into like a monotonous kind of rhythm can cause you to feel depressed and feel a sense of burnout because you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again and not getting any different results. And that's the literal definition of insanity. So yeah, I think that's where me playing those little games comes from. But yeah, let's get into how did the intimate sessions go? It went very well. Um, very, it was a really good experience. It was a very intimate setting, of course. It was literally like in a little garage. I need to give a special shout out to Official Rags Clothing, Mixed by Black, B-Dub Beats, Standalone Stand, wait, Stand, so yeah, Standalone Standout, that's what Sasso stands for, Tampa Boy Beats, and I, I just need to give y'all a shout out because thank y'all so much. Well, Tampa Boy was part of my set, so he was gonna be there anyway. But thank y'all so much for popping out, and I'm proud that people came to actually see me. That's something that I struggle with letting people know about shows because in my mind, nobody cares enough to come out and see little old Lexi. And I haven't officially gone to therapy, but I think it's because as a child, my parents were always busy working or tired from work. No one really had the time or the energy to come out and see me do like, I was playing volleyball and basketball and I did cheerleading for the basketball season in high school and I did track. And I did, I had like dance recitals when I was in college and high school and middle school. I didn't really have family come out to support me in that way. And I told them at one point, like, you know, I don't want y'all to come because I'll be embarrassed. But deep down inside, I always wished I had somebody to come support me at my shows and my dance recitals. And so I think um, that's where some trauma, childhood trauma comes from is not getting that support when I was a kid. So I did something different this time around. And actually a lot of people, I kind of asked beforehand, like, you know, getting these text messages or sending text messages, does that work better for you when I have shows? Because I do realize that I'm not yet at a high level where people are just checking to see what Lexi is doing. So for me to be able to personally reach out to people and send individual text messages or send individual Instagram messages saying, hey, I have this coming up. I would love if you could be there. Me doing that, even though it was only three people this time, imagine if I do that for every show that I have and I keep sending out things to people. You know, not everybody's gonna be able to make every event, but at least bringing the events to people's attention and then seeing who comes out, that is really dope. And I even sold some merchandise. Uh, let's see, Official Rags, he got he got a poster from me. B-Dub got a wristband, Sasso got a poster from me. So I made a little extra money from the event and that's really what it's been all about. Um, I will let y'all know when the final edit of the Intimate Sessions comes out but I'm really it was such a great experience and I'm also happy to have had the support of Tampa Boy Beats because he's actually the one who set it all up so that I even had the opportunity to be a part of that show because those are his people who do curating your life and curating your life puts on the intimate sessions which is um do they I don't know how often they do it actually but 
Yeah. Tampa Boy Beat set that up, so shout out to him. And he did a great job on his song. For my set, I did Options, Bedream, and Motorboat. So R&B, and then I flipped it, and I did some rap. And I, that was my first time performing Options and Motorboat, and I was pleasantly surprised. And I have to mention that if you are listening to this on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, then you are hearing Options playing in the background right now. Those of you who are joining me live, you're not hearing it right now because that will interfere with the recording of the episode. So yeah, but yeah, um, it is worth noting that that was my first time performing Options and my first time performing Motorboat. And I think that was the perfect environment and the perfect crowd to have performed those songs in front of. I was really surprised at the crowd participation, but honestly, going to that kind of show, and the same thing is true when I did a couple of shows with So Far Sound ATL. Going to that kind of show, you're gonna get a certain audience who is expecting to watch a new artist. They know the artist is gonna be dope, but they know that the artist is new. And that kind of crowd is just really supportive and they're really tuned in and they're paying attention to the artist that's in the room. Versus when you go to like these little showcases or when you go to, I don't know, like a open mic or something like that. You know, it's not so much about paying attention as it is how can we help the homie get a certain prize or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to these events like this, the crowd is way more responsive and way more interactive. So Motorboat, I might just drop a clip of me performing Motorboat in the video. You gotta watch the playback or be on Patreon to get the early access to the edited episode. But yo, people were singing along and just like I thought, that little part with the Motorboat, Motorboat, Motorboat. Everybody joined in on that part and it was just like, it made people laugh, but it was something that they remembered. And I'm like, man, if y'all tune into Lex Chat a couple weeks ago when I had Hugh Stefner on, remember I said that is my most mediocre, one of my most mediocre songs to date. The rap stuff that I've released so far, I didn't put no effort into those songs. And it was just like, whatever comes out, that's what they're gonna get. And that's what it's gonna be. But with Motorboat, you know, I have enough experience too to where even if what I think is mediocre is being done, my mediocre is different from the mediocre of newer artists coming out. So I gotta keep in mind that I've been writing for a long time. So yeah, I can write bar for bar and kind of take the same approach that these newer rappers do as far as coming in, finding a beat, first 20 minutes, and then just writing bar for bar, seeing what kind of song we're gonna come up with not really knowing what we're gonna talk about, but let the beat talk to me, you know? So, I surprised myself. And you know, if I blow up as a rapper, so be it. At least I'm an artist, you feel me? I sing, I rap, I dance. Y'all heard it in the intro. Sing, rap, write, recording engineer, model, dancer, actress. And most recently on my Instagram, I posted a clip of a school project that I did a long time ago where I did the voiceover of a Boondocks clip. It was the episode with the crazy Kung Fu killer wolf chick. Granddad did some online dating and his crazy girl came, but I voiced her and then I voiced Huey and Riley and Granddad. And people were like, oh, OMG, 
Lex, what don't you do? Like, bruh, what don't you do? I don't fail, John. I don't fail. <laughs> I don't give up, damn it. But anyway, Mixed by Black says, enjoy that show a lot. Amount of effort doesn't mean lower quality. Stop it. And that's what I have to realize. And that's also a sermon that I've listened to before by, um, what's his name? Pastor Stephen Furtick. You know, a lot of times we don't feel like we're doing anything extraordinary because it comes so naturally to us. So where we feel like we're not doing enough, we are literally being great just because we are who we are. And I don't remember what the name of that sermon is called, but that's a sermon that Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church, I listened to maybe like a year or two ago. And it, he's just so good at delivering a message, I tell you. But yeah, the reason why we feel like we're not doing enough is because just being ourselves is enough. So while it seems extraordinary to everyone outside of ourselves, it doesn't seem extraordinary to us because that's just who we are. But that's the beauty of being who we are and how we are. We can just be, we don't have to try. We can literally just be. So Mixed by Black says, you're effing dope, standalone, sasso, <laughs> standalone, standout, since star, star, star. So yeah, it was really good feeling. And that was the first time Sasso has ever seen me like in my artist element. Usually he's only seen me as an engineer or a songwriter because that's the situations we're usually working together in. But yeah, it was really dope to have people come out and support. And I will do a better job of making sure when I have events that I am shooting out text messages the week before, the day before, not the day before, probably the week before. But that is something that has worked for me and I'm very proud of myself for sending out those messages so yeah other than that I don't really have any announcements I haven't gotten confirmation about this fashion show that I told y'all I was going to be performing for on August 28th which would be this upcoming Sunday if I'm not mistaken but there is still the event for era music let me check to see where that is hold on it's in one of these show notes child one of these show notes i think it's this one so yeah uh friday august 26th the artist era which if y'all remember i featured on a song and did a music video with him the song is called deep thoughts that will be at the Black Label event space, 724 Monroe Drive Northeast, Suite B in Atlanta, Georgia at 9 p.m. She is scratching up my carpets or hopefully that's her scratching post, I don't know. But yeah, at 9 p.m. there's gonna be a performance by Era and a listening party will follow. And Thursday, November 10th is the Rue Eleve virtual fashion show. I'll have more details on that as I get them. And like I said, the fashion show on the 28th, but I will let y'all know the details when I get them. If I'm not able to reach out to you personally, then please make sure you stay tuned to my website, LexiATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. And that is where, if I have any shows or events coming up, you'll be able to see those things and you'll be able to click on that and it'll give you all the information you need to know about what Lexi is doing, where she's going, what shows she is performing in. I love these nails. I feel so ghetto fabulous when I click my nails together. Somebody told me that I need to be more ratchet for some upcoming work that I'm about to do. So I'm gonna just be clicking my nails and I might even get them longer, but 
Anywho, alrighty, so other than that, just before we get into the main topics of the show, remember that I'm still doing Lex Rated, $10 per song or $25 for three songs, and I will review it either here live on Lex Chat or on a dedicated YouTube video. You can specify, otherwise I will most likely do it on Lex Chat because that's like killing two birds with one stone and it kind of acts as like ad placements that I'm doing in between my episode, all right? So that's $25 for three songs or $10 per song. Send that to cash symbol LexiATL, cash symbol L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Cash App. Make sure you send me your artist name and the name of the song, and then you can email me either links or an MP3 of the song to lexisolo at gmail.com, L-E-X-C-S-O-L-O at gmail.com. That information is in the description box down below. Shout out to L Cardi, who has his hookah lounge. It's called iHookah ATL, located at 2852 Delk Road, Suite 212 in Marietta, Georgia, 30067. You can book his lounge for birthdays, brunches, listening parties, paint and sips, etc., game nights, all those kinds of things. Email him at iHookah ATL, I H O O K K A A T L, at gmail.com. Or you can call iHookah at 470-661-1183. Again, that is 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. Remember that on my website, LexiATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L, I have my merchandise. We have the hashtag winner sun visors. We got the hashtag winner hashtag keeper wristbands. We got the Lexi Burn lighters with built-in bottle openers. And for those of y'all who didn't know in the Atlanta area, I can get a plug for you. You know what I'm saying? Just put that out there. Let me know and I can uh, I can point you in the right direction. But I also have my artist posters as well as Sexy Lexi posters available. So make sure you check out my website and make those purchases. Or if you're on my OnlyFans, then you can send me tips on OnlyFans and I'll send you some of this memorabilia and merchandise kind of stuff. And yeah, I think that's all I have for my Lex check today. Make sure that y'all continue to tune in to the live recording of Lex Chat on Wednesdays after 8 p.m. on Instagram at LexiATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L. The episode replays on Mondays at 8 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and anywhere else that podcasts are streamed. So... Definitely keep that in mind. And then for the Sexy Lexi After Hours, that is also recorded live on Wednesdays after nine o'clock. It depends on how long Lex Chat goes, let's be real. But that one, live recording on Wednesdays as well, that one plays on Fridays at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that podcasts are streamed. So make sure y'all tune into those. And if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to those channels. Give me a big thumbs up on every video that you watch. Hit the subscribe button and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content on those channels. And then if you are listening on Spotify or Apple podcast make sure that you leave me a five out of five star rating and leave a review so that you can help me be pushed in front of a larger audience so more ears can get onto the show i would greatly appreciate that but we're gonna get into the main topic of the show which again is going to be 
does a placement count if the song is unreleased? We're gonna talk about the AI rapper FN Mecca and is unfollowing someone that deep. We're gonna get into those topics after these messages. Let's go. Alrighty, so let's get into these topics, all right? The first one we're gonna get into, I gotta give a shout out to Mixed by Black because actually, before we even get into that, we gotta get into this song that was submitted by, well, not submitted, I just wanted to show some love. This song is called Toxic by Be Different. His actual, actually his rap name before he decided to change it, it, it was F.A. Bubba, is F.A. Bubba. It still is. It depends where you listen to him, but his song is called Toxic. It came out a while ago from a solo project that he released just under a year ago. He finally released a music video for it, but I want to play that and I want to give my opinion on it and I want y'all to hear it because that's my boy. I F's with F.A. Bubba. He's going by the name Be Different Now, but this is his song, Toxic, which he just released a music video for. Let's give it a listen. They say toxic love the best love. Oh, oh, it's toxic. I don't think that shit for me, though. Your love is toxic, and I cannot stop it. You say you love me and I believe you. You so addicted and I'm a fiend too. Your love is toxic. And I cannot stop it. You say you love me and I believe you. You so addicted and I'm a fiend too. Like it is safe, no. Girl, you so dangerous. And every angle on your body got me thinking like shit. I wanna try again. But I done tried enough. And I can't say that I won't miss you. I done lied enough. You constantly calling, keep asking me about what I'm doing. Who I'm scoring. You say you trust me, then just trust me while you lying. I was in the booth when you hit me, girl. I was grinding. I'm sorry that I left, but I didn't know if you was best for me. They have a lot of love left, but you took the rest of me. You say you love me, and I know, but it was toxic. I wanna tell you no sometimes, but I can't Your love is toxic. I cannot stop it. You say you love me, and I believe you. You're so addicted, and I'm a fiend too. Your love is toxic. I cannot stop it. You say you love me and I believe you. You're so addicted and I'm a fiend too. And I need it like my grandma's cooking. When I'm fiending, I don't know what to do. All these bitches trying to give me their attention. But I always end up running back to you. You got me running from love. I was trying to show you what's up. Gave you my heart. But I guess that shit wanna know. You wanted more. So I'm out here trying to get it. But you accusing and I ain't even stunting these bitches I'm the one who gave you a shoulder to cry on When you was down at your lowest, I was down with you Didn't have to ask for a thing, I was there regardless Now I'm addicted to your love without it Your love is toxic I cannot stop it You say you love me and I believe you You so addicted and I'm a fiend too Your love is toxic I cannot stop it you say you love me and I believe you. You're so 
All right. All right. That was the song Toxic by Be Different. His name, I think when he's going to do music with Chance, that's when he's going to do the name F.A. Bubba. But that is Be Different. The song is called Toxic. He's still a client of mine. He just don't record with me as much as he used to because he got his own setup now. But he did call me to help him set his stuff up and teach him a little bit about how to record himself at home. And it's sounding pretty good. The quality is pretty good at the house. Like y'all hear what I come up with out of my home setup. So yeah. So I love the song. I love the song. Mixed by Black said, this is hard, fire, fire, fire. Kodama Restart says, for real, yes. I agree with y'all. That song definitely gets a 10 out of 10 from me. Um, It's so interesting to me because when I first started working with Be Different, I'ma call him Bubba because me and him actually have a song together called Late Night. Y'all should check that out as well. But when we first started working together, and I'll be honest, this makes me a little jealous to hear how good he is and I did not record that song with him. But when we first started recording, it was him and Chance, and it was F.A. Bubba and Chance, Florida Panhandle, Florida Atlantic, like that was their thing. And they are super talented. They were very, very much consistent. I, I do wish that they listened to me a little bit more when it came to song structure, but you know, they were just starting out and just really getting into rap. And when you have newer artists, you got to let them explore that sound on their own. But I'm extremely proud of where Bubba has come from artistically because to hear what we used to do at Rich when they first started rapping and to hear this, which is just two years later, maybe, it's amazing. And Bubba's wordplay and the way he delivers it evolved very quickly because of how consistent he was in the studio when we first started working. And I think, I don't remember exactly which song it was, but there was something that he did. And I was like, you wrote this? And he was like, yeah. And it was just like a year, a year and a half after we had worked together. But I think he had started branching out and finding other producers to work with. And I was like, yo, Bubba, this is really good. Like, I'm serious. Like, this sounds like a hit. And um, I don't remember what song it was back then or if he ended up releasing it or not, but just so many great things have happened for him and I'm happy for him. And I'm excited to see the growth and a little jealous because like I said, I wasn't involved in that particular process, but I'm grateful because they still call me when they need like some quick advice on stuff or sometimes they don't feel like recording themselves at the house. So they still call me up like, hey, pull up at the studio at home and record us because I don't feel like dealing with this ish. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, his brother is signed with the NBA officially up in Minnesota. And they just, it's a lot of prosperity coming their way. And Bubba works hard. He's very focused. So yeah, that was a song, Toxic. I think I just went on a really long rant about that. But that song was called Toxic by Be Different. Make sure y'all check out Be Different on all streaming platforms. The music video for that song is dropped so definitely make sure y'all go show some love. Tell him Lexi sent you. Tell him Lexi said to check him out and let him know that Lexi put him on the Lex chat because, you know, it's it's all love. It's all love. But I'm so, so, so freaking proud of that boy. Like, really. Him and his family, they really deserve it. They really deserve it. Uh, 
EK says, glad. Mad you forgot what song it is. And that's, that's good like this evening. And that's, that's good like this evening. I'm not, I'm gonna need you to please work on your sentence structure. I'm not sure what you mean at the end of that, but yeah. I wish I remember the song. It was literally like two years ago at least that he played me the song and I was like, yo, you wrote this, but yeah. Kodama says, I'm finna go look at that in a few minutes. Yeah, check it out. Tell him Lexi sent you and tell him Lexi said it's dope. So that's why I'm here checking it out too. But anyway, let's get into these topics for the Lex chat. First topic I wanna get into with y'all. Does an unreleased song count as a placement? Good evening, in other words, cause I just got here is what EK say. Oh, okay. Good evening, good evening. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't sure what you were trying to say. So I was a bit confused, but yes, thank you so much for tuning in to the Lex chat. So now, let me see, I wonder if I can find this on Google. So does an unreleased song count as a placement? When I look at the definition of placement as it pertains to the music industry and the music production world, a placement is when you create a beat or a song and then sell it to another party for exclusive rights, like selling the piece of a piece of music to Taylor Swift. She records the song and decides to use it on her upcoming album. That is a placement. If it's placed, EK says, if it's placed, it counts as a placement. Now, my take on this, Technically, technically, once the artist records the song, it is, yes, considered a placement. But in my opinion, for me personally, I don't count it as a placement until the song is actually released because that's when it matters the most. Although behind the scenes, people could still circulate your name and talk about, you know, who wrote it and all that stuff. But the real notoriety comes when the song has been released and put onto a marketing and promotion schedule, either released as a single or put onto the album. That's where it counts in my opinion. There are so many, especially in the situation that I was in last year, right? There are a lot of songs that we placed, quote, placed, unquote, on that artist that were considered for the album, but I don't actually know how many were actually placed on the album. So some people were congratulating me like, you know, great job. We just placed four to four to eight records on this particular artist. And I couldn't help but not feel excited because it hasn't been released yet. And we haven't seen what she can do yet. And that's just me being realistic. When it comes to a lot of different things, I don't get excited easily. I don't let myself get excited because I'm already thinking about, all right, cool. That was nice to do. What's the next thing we're doing? Because as some of you may or may not know, in the industry, you can celebrate, but don't celebrate for too long because you still gotta keep moving. <laughs> like the seller, it's, it's a great thing to have that achievement, but you gotta keep moving to keep getting achievements. So let's read some of y'all's comments on here. EK says, it doesn't have to be released to the general, as you just stated. If it's placed, it counts as a placement. Consumer versus coin. If you got paid a cent and are plugged for or credited, once it's placed to a project for a particular piece, 
Like it's going to be an actual project itself levels. Uh, I guess even if I, if I got paid for it, then yes, that would also be considered having gotten a placement. Mm. Yeah, that would be considered. I would agree with that. Having it paid for, I would consider that as being, uh, having a placement as well because you have expressed, it's almost like a putting down money in earnest or in good faith. You paid me this because you plan on using it. Or even if you don't use it, at least I did get compensated up front. However, and when they compensate me, then I take that song or that production out of my catalog folder that I, you know, that I'm shopping things to people from. So that thing will no longer be up for grabs by anybody else once I get payment for it. I would say... I would have to research this, but I wonder if there's like a particular contract you can do with people to where, all right, we paid for it on this day. You have this many years to release it. If you don't release it in this many years, I retain the upfront fee, but I have the right to go shop it to somebody else who will do something. I'm, I'm going to have to research that and see if that's a thing, because that's usually what ends up happening is, yeah, they pay for it, but then they don't do anything with it. So... But that's another testament to why you need to get paid up front for your work because it may never come out. And that's why you need that upfront fee, that upfront compensation. EK adds some more stuff. He says, what did you say? I mean, but that goes into what stage of production do you work? It's gonna be an actual project itself. There are levels to this. Mixed by Black says, I agree with you on the songwriting production side, but as an engineer or someone doing post work, once it's recorded and you approve the track, that's a placement for me. Okay, so that's a whole different level that we're talking about there. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, Black. Yeah, as an engineer, because that is pretty much the final product for you. So I guess we need to break it down and be like, you know, depending on which side of the production, depending on which side of the project you're on, it does count as a placement or it's not a complete placement. So I would agree with you on that. As a mix engineer, once that song is recorded and you have the experience of working with that artist, I could, I could agree with you on that. But yeah, like you said, from the songwriting and production standpoint, technically, yes, it's a placement because the artist recorded whatever we wrote or recorded to whatever we produced. But then it's like, all right, that's nice. And a lot of these people will try to take advantage and not pay you because, oh, we just got signed. So, you know, we good for it. Like, I don't care that you're signed. I need my upfront compensation. Okay. I need my upfront compensation. I don't care that your artist is signed. This artist is new. We don't know what kind of number she's going to generate or the artist is not going to make any money for a while because she's not an established artist. It would be different if I was getting placed on like a Beyonce album, right? I know it's good for it. <laughs> but then again, it's going to be dependent on are they even going to put the song that I produced or wrote on? Are they even going to put that on the next project to be released? Or are they going to push it back or put it in the vault? Or will they resell it themselves? Because that happens a lot too. So long story short, in my opinion, for the level that I am at, 
for the role that I play in most of the things I'm doing, it's not, well, just my personal belief. We'll say it like that. It's my personal belief that it's not a full placement until the song is officially released. Now, I'm in a unique position because I engineer as well as write on the tracks. So I always get the placement, I always get the credit after I've had the experience of recording with that person. So yes, but because I'm still new and honestly, I do still get taken advantage of in this industry, or I did get taken advantage of very badly last year. <laughs> um, people will talk it up like, you know, oh, we'll give you production credit as an engineer and as a songwriter, um, but we can't really pay you nothing right now because you know, we're signed though, we're, we're good for it. That's something that I think you gotta be cautious of when you're dealing with anybody in this gosh darn industry. They are some slippery, slimy mother suckers. EK says, Lexi, yes, I do visual art as well. Okay. I didn't ask you about visual art. Uh, Mixed by Black says, whether the final mix is used or not, I still got paid and worked with you. Yes. So on the engineering side, I will agree with you, Mixed by Black. EK says, right, levels. Like, why are we holding good product? Release it or release my monies. Or give me back the product. That's where the contract scheme comes into play. Yeah. I do believe contracts like that exist. It's something I honestly just thought about till right now. Um, that's something I hadn't thought about until right now, but EK goes on to say, right. Cause that's a goal with placing is getting good work to it's getting good work to someone that does good work to get hits out, not just songs. Yeah. So that's where I stand on that topic. <sighs> Sips water. That was delicious. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Let's let's talk about the AI rapper FN Mecca, who is the first artificially intelligent rapper to be a rapper, honestly. I haven't done much research on this, honestly, because I'm not interested. It is interesting to think about the possibilities that this brings into the forefront into the playing field but i'm honestly not that interested because i heard his song he sound like everybody else and from what i understand they actually used the voice of an actual person because the ai itself cannot speak for some reason maybe they were just not advanced enough yet for it to have developed its own voice but I guess as far as looks, I don't really know how that works, but I'm really not that interested. The only part that's interesting is, so they were signed, they got signed with a record deal with Capitol Records, but as of like yesterday, all the news was pouring in that Capitol Records has reportedly severed ties with artificial intelligence rapper FN Mecca. So take that how you will looking out my window because who was that creeping around but yeah I'm, I'm just not really interested in this hey girl what's up Thais welcome to Lex chat thank you so much for tuning in EK says cultural appropriation they already are pulling back Kodama says wait what yes sir the first artificially intelligent rapper completely computer generated he lives in the metaverse he is virtual he's not real I'm not interested in him as a rapper because for one, 
I heard the song. He sounds like everybody else. Honestly, the song from what I heard was trash anyway. I don't know what he was saying because his mix was trash. The bass was way too loud. I couldn't understand what he was saying. The melody sounded dope. The beat sounded dope. It sounded like he was doing everything else that today's rappers do. All that being said, I was not impressed. So I really don't care. But um, yeah, let me see if I can pull up the post here. So compliments of The Shade Room. Earlier this month, Capitol Records announced that they signed the first ever artificial intelligence rapper who goes by the name FN Mecca. The announcement was met with mixed reactions. However, it looks like the NF Mecca's NF. It looks like the FN, they have a typo. It looks like the FN Mecca's time on the major label has been short-lived. According to Joe Cascarelli from the New York Times, Capitol Records released a statement announcing the end of their partnership with the artificial intelligence rapper. In the statement, it reads, CMG, Capital Music Group, has severed ties with the FN Mecca project effective immediately. We offer our deepest apologies to the black community for our insensitivity in signing this project without asking enough questions about equity and the creative process behind it. We thank those who have reached out to us with constructive feedback in the past couple of days. Your input was invaluable as we came to the decision to end our association with the project. Um, Coscarelli also shared that one group that called out the label for the decision to call out the virtual rapper is the organization Industry Blackout, which said, while we applaud innovation in tech that connects listeners to music and enhances the experience, we find fault in the lack of blah, 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 whatever. It goes on and on and on. It goes on and on and on and on. It goes on and on and on. And I really don't care. Uh, 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 I really don't care. What's up, Jay Stone? All right, so let me get into some of y'all's comments while I was reading that. Again, that was compliments of the Shade Room. Let's see. EK says, man, he can't have substance. You're better off listening to 6ix9ine hoping to hear something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mixed by Black says, I seen an article saying everyone was mad that he was created and controlled by a white dude and his lyrics have the N-word in them. Yeah, that's what the main outrage is over. Like EK said earlier, the outrage comes because of the cultural appropriation and it's like a caricature that this artificially intelligent rapper is showing. It's a caricature. I mean, like I said, he sounds like everybody else. He looks like everybody else. He just is not a real physical, tangible person. He's a being that exists in the metaverse. EK says, insulting the culture to even try. Never cared. Same. I did not care. It was stupid when I heard of it. But in general, I'm not a big fan of... I'm not a big fan of... Why is it blinking? Stop blinking and show me the time. I'm not a big fan of replacing people. And I think that we need to be very careful about what we try to substitute people with. I mean, if we want to get kind of weird... I'm kind of a weirdo. All these movies with zombie apocalypses and advancements in technologies and the technology realizes that humans are the pest that is killing the earth. And so the technology wants to kill the humans because that would eradicate the issue, right? That's just my crazy side. But anyway, what up, Jstone Beats? Uh, Jstone Beats says it's down on Lexi Lies. I'm always running into people on here. Hey, it goes down. Okay, I was wondering what you were saying. But yeah, um... In general, I don't, 
technology can be a great thing, but I think where we need to be very careful is how much we are trying to replace ourselves with technology that cannot perform things the way that we will be able to perform it. We are phasing ourselves out and that's the scary part that people need to be very careful about. Um, I wish I could remember the specific incident that got me thinking like that, but I just talked about this or just thought about this literally like last week. And yeah, there's, (sighs) we just really need to be careful with what we try to replace ourselves with. I don't think it's worth it to invest in technology if it's not creating a better standard of living for people because we're going to cause ourselves to be obsolete. Honestly, our design is not that great anyway. Oh, which is kind of a slap in the face. I'm sorry, Lord. I am wonderfully and beautifully made, but as far as how long this flesh lasts, how long, you know, our cognition, how long our, you know, cognitive abilities last, we're very inefficient and we're very we very much have a short shelf life. And I think we need to be careful with trying to replace ourselves or merge ourselves with certain technologies or phase ourselves out with certain technologies. The movies are warning us, but everybody thinks the movies are just entertainment. The movies are messages, okay? Like The Purge, I Am Legend, World War Z, I, Robot. There's even a video game called Detroit. What is that video game called? Is my mouse working? Let me see if I can find it real quick. Video game Detroit. No, no, no. It's, oh God, what is it? It's a Detroit cop. It is called Detroit. Okay. Let me see. It's called Detroit Become Human. I would recommend that you watch the gameplay by a YouTuber by the name of Dylan is in trouble where he plays this video game, but it is such a cool concept. Y'all Detroit become human is a video game where androids are like commonplace, right? And somehow everybody can afford to put an Android in their home, but androids take on regular jobs like babysitting, nannying, caretaking um there becomes an abnormality within these androids where they start having human emotions or they can break through their programming to disobey you know the orders of humans or they can break their programming to be able to defend themselves and become abnormals it's just a really cool video game concept i think y'all should really check it out watch out watch the gameplay on youtube or something but i think we need to be careful This is my takeaway. We need to be careful with what we're trying to replace ourselves with. And like, why can't we just enjoy the human experience? And why can we not simply pass down certain knowledges to be better as a human race versus the greed of trying to capitalize on the time that we're here? That might be too deep for some people. I don't know. But that's where my mind goes. Let me get into some of y'all's comments. Mace by Black says, the metaverse is still in such an infancy phase. We don't need to start integrating it yet. I agree. 
EK says, I just sent you a track. Uh, ourselves, that's industrial takeover attempt. Trying to phase him in to phase us out. Simpsons is a cartoon. That is all I'ma say. What do you mean by Simpsons is a cartoon? Are you getting at that they've predicted a lot of things that have started to come true? Kodama says, phone died, not gonna lie. Well, I appreciate you for coming back and plugging that bad boy in. I just spilled water on myself. Mm. But yeah, um, how do I feel about the artificially intelligent rapper? Unimpressed. I guess it's cool because he's like the first rapper in the metaverse, but literally the product of his music does not move me. So it was never going to be sustainable anyway. Um, because not to get too deep, because I was really about to go, ooh, conspiracy all over the world with y'all. But um, he looks like everyone else. He sounds like everyone else. His mix sucks. You know, Mix by Black, if you get the opportunity to mix for him, you would be doing him a great service. Make sure they pay you because them white boys got money. Uh, but yeah, a, a scandal is currently coming out where the voice of the of the AI rapper, because the AI itself cannot use a voice. It hasn't formulated or developed talking abilities. So they used an actual black rapper for the voice and to do the song. It's coming out that he was not paid or did not get proper credits. And we're, we're probably going to see more about it. Um, it's still fresh. Like it's, this just happened as far as Capitol Records severing ties in the past day or two. It just happened. So I'm sure over the next week, we're going to be hearing more about more details about, you know, how dirty behind the scenes are. And I've, I've been seeing a lot of comments where, you know, artists are like, there are so many real people out here who are talented that do not get the opportunity to get a multi-million dollar record deal, but fake artists who have the advantage of never tiring, they can be in multiple places at once. I mean, the only thing that I see as a barrier for something like an AI is that our technology wouldn't be able to handle all the traffic of that many people coming on at once. But I mean, we have games like Fortnite and Red Dead Redemption I'm sure we could figure out a way to make it work because Travis Knight, Travis Knight, Travis Scott had a concert on Fortnite, right? So I imagine it'll just be the same thing, something like that. But uh, I'm unimpressed with this FN Mecca. I'm honestly glad that the record deal was taken off of the table. There are so many real life people who would love the opportunity to feed their real life families with that real life money. Cause what is, I guess the creators would, you know, profit mostly from that, but what, what's an AI going to do with all that money? It's virtual. Anyway, I, I don't know. It's just, there, there are a lot of questions that get brought up from a situation and scenario like this. So, but let's move on. Let me make sure before I do that I got y'all's comments. Yeah, EK says, that's the reason I could never care for that. I agree with you. And uh, we off that. So now, next topic, yes? Next topic. This one is courtesy of Nick Lavelle. Uh, oh wait, EK says, an AI rocker auto-tunes that anyway. 
Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but anywho, getting into the next topic, I got this from Nick Lavelle at It's Nick Lavelle One. He posted, is unfollowing someone that deep? Let's talk about it. Is unfollowing someone that deep? And actually, I'm going to need for y'all to come back because Instagram kicks me off at one hour. I'm going to need y'all to come back though. So we got like five minutes before Instagram kicks me off, but is unfollowing someone that deep? And the caption that he put says, so I unfollow people if I find out you unfollow me automatically. But what makes me unfollow people is them not engaging with my page, not leaving comments or sharing or reposting stuff. Shoot, some of y'all don't even have a post on your page or haven't posted in months. It's called social media. We're supposed to be social, networking, and engaging. So once we lack that, I'm out. LOL, what about y'all? Can I find my comment on here? I wish it would automatically show the comment that I put on here, cause I put one on here. But basically I agree with him. Um, so the question is, is unfollowing someone really that deep? Yeah, it is. Unfollowing someone is that deep, <laughs> but I will say that it depends. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to find my particular comment on here that I left, but basically was, oh, 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 wait a minute. Look at God. Look at God. Depends on who unfollows me. If we're friends in real life or have been working together, have been shaking together and working well together for a while, then I suddenly get unfollowed. I feel a ways. But on the flip side, if I don't like what you post because it doesn't benefit me or it's always something negative, I'll unfollow and don't care who you are. I've definitely unfollowed friends who show more support to celebrities than they do to me. So yeah, I think it is that deep to unfollow depending on who you are. And I was chatting with somebody earlier today. I said, you know, I've unfollowed friends because like the last part of that comment that I just said, I had some friends, a friend, who was always up under celebrities posts. Happy birthday, Rick Ross. You looking fresh, little baby. Oh, you looking good, Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> always up under and liking celebrities content. But then when it came to my stuff, not liking my stuff, not engaging with my content and wouldn't even take five seconds to share my song on my birthday. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that irritates me. So in a situation like that, I'm unfollowing that person because how is it that you know me in real life and you don't give me that much engagement? And people would try to say, oh, the algorithm is because the algorithm doesn't show me your stuff. The algorithm doesn't show you because you don't engage, because you don't support. How do you support someone that you've never met more than you support somebody that you can reach out and touch right here, right now. And I've got to look into this psychology because I feel like there's a thing with, because, you know, I don't know if y'all heard it or not, but strangers will support you more than your own friends and family, which makes sense because in business, you know, you can't rely on your friends and family to sustain your business, but it's just hurtful when people that are so close to you 
they act like they can't even take five seconds out of their scrolling to go and like your stuff or share your stuff. EK says that part, social media has boundaries. You can be friends and not even have each other's social media. I agree with that. And honestly, if we're really good in real life, then I don't necessarily need to be following you on social. It feels great, but if we're friends in real life and we follow each other on Instagram, but you don't support me the way that I see you supporting people you don't know, that's a problem to me. Or if we've known each other for years and I can count on one hand how many times you've been to a show, that's a problem to me. EK says, she a fan, that's buns, that's crab mess. I cut off a friend for that. I definitely, I definitely did cut that off because that's not the kind of friendship I want. I want friendships where we support each other. I want friendships where we show up for each other and we help each other build and we give each other ideas. And that friendship was not doing that for me. So I distanced myself from that. And um, if y'all are tuning into Instagram live, make sure you come back. I'm getting the one minute warning from Instagram. So I'm going to shut this down really quickly. And anyone who is on live, please make sure you come back expeditiously. Come back. So yeah, while I do this on Instagram, yeah, I, oh, we're going to talk about that on after hours, but yeah, it's unfollowing. It does get that deep depending on who it is. But like I said too, if I feel like you are not posting things that are conducive to me, you're not posting things that make me feel good or everything you post is negative, then no, I do not, I do not want to follow you. I don't want to see that content and you need to be very careful about the kind of stuff that you are, you know, putting into your body anyway. So I was having a conversation with somebody earlier um, and is unfollowing that deep. Welcome to the Lex chat, Temple Boy is unfollowing that serious. Hopefully everybody comes back. I had to restart this mug. That's crazy. So yeah, um, I was having this conversation with someone earlier, like, you know, there have been clients that I've had to unfollow because they post weird stuff or stuff that I don't care about. Or in particular, I hate when people try to show me videos of especially black people fighting, but videos of people fighting, people getting shot, people, I don't know, a man running over a woman and a child, or even if they show videos of like the Chinese dancer who got crushed by the LED screen at a concert, I don't want to see that kind of stuff. And it bothers me how everybody thinks it's normal to be exposed to this kind of images every single day. It's not good for you. It's not something you should be used to seeing. It's actually traumatic to be seeing such things. Um, and yeah, I just, I just don't, don't put that kind of content in front of me. That's not the kind of content I want to feed myself. That's not the kind of energy I want to allow into my life. So people who post those kind of things, you get unfollowed. I think for a long time, I stopped following the shade room for that reason. And even like Streets 94.5, like I get it, it's the news, 
but I don't want to see those kinds of things on my timeline. And I know bad things happen, but uh, and this is another conversation. Like there's so many layers to this conversation. The reason why so many people are suffering with mental illness and depression and anxiety is because we have too much access to things. I feel like people were a lot happier when our access was limited. Now, this is not to say that we should go back to a time where information was easily, easily manipulated or information was released slowly and sparingly to the public. I'm just saying that maybe either we don't need this much access or we need to do a better job of teaching ourselves that balance or teaching ourselves to stay in our own lane, stay in our own world in a sense, because out of sight, out of mind is a true thing. The problem with social media is things that are out of sight by miles, thousands of miles, they're suddenly in mind because we can access it from the push of a button from this little screen that hurts your hurts your eyes and gives you headaches if you stay on it all day, every day, anyway. So as a society, and this goes into the conversation when we were talking about the AI rapper earlier, as a society, this technology being exposed to it the way that we are, it's not good. It's bad for our health and we need to decide how far are we willing to allow technology to play a role into our lives before we understand that you just cannot substitute humans in certain situations and you should not substitute humans in certain situations because the like what's the point of living this experience if we're trying to make ourselves obsolete you know so i don't know i just like I said earlier with that AI rapper, I don't agree with trying to X ourselves out. I don't agree with us creating our demise, which is what we're doing. <laughs> it's really what we're doing. And like I said, the whole mental health thing, you now have in mind something that is thousands of miles away from you. If you never had access to social media, you wouldn't know what was happening in Russia unless you watch the news but you could easily turn the news off. And, and honestly, you could easily turn your phone off, but we've made it so that our cell phone is such an integral part of our lives that it's really, really hard for people to disconnect from it. And remember when we were kids and your parents dropped you off at the movies and you said you was gonna be at the movies? And we gonna pick you up at midnight because your movie gets out at 11.30. You can hang out with your little friends for 30 minutes, but I'm coming back at midnight. Yo ass better be at this movie theater where I dropped you off. It's eight o'clock. They leave and you go somewhere else to do what you really wanted to get out the house to go do. But all of that to say, like, <laughs> that seems like a ramble, but I swear there's a purpose to it. Back then, your word meant everything. And paying attention to the time Paying attention to the people you were around meant everything. Can you imagine if people had to put value back into what they told you? Because it's so easy now to just, I don't know, be on your phone and completely downgrade the value that there is in keeping your word and the value that there is in 
not being so like having a mystery about you, having a mystery about you, but becoming an upstanding person. Because when you told somebody something, you did it and it meant something to keep true to your word. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like that was kind of all around the world, but I hope y'all understood what I was trying to say right there. Let me read some of these comments. Oh, is Sensei Dan in here? What's up, Sensei? Crafted by Savant says, plus content creation is not authentic. It's just a thing to do. Yeah, it's just a thing to do. And because it's a thing to do and it's kind of like a pressure that we have to do it to be involved in this new world, it's stressing people out instead of people just doing it because they enjoy it. It's another pressure. It doesn't have to be a pressure, but now it's a societal norm. If you're not on social media, you're weird. You know? Um, EK says, a cup or a bottle. And yeah, that's what they think of rap if that's not a hint. Universe says, as far as the AI, I'm surprised it's just happening. But artificial art don't last. EK says, universe industrial invasion where the profits are seen. Listen. <coughs> Excuse me. How I say listen and then I don't say nothing for a few seconds. Listen, that water went down the wrong way. <coughs> Excuse me. Listen. The movie Jupiter Ascending, EK's comment where he said, <coughs> Excuse me. EK's comment where he said, Universe industrial invasion or where the profits are seen. If you've ever seen the movie, Jupiter's Ascending with Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, it opened up my brain to the concept. Like I know we're not alone, or at least it's my belief that we cannot possibly be the only intelligent life forms in this whole existence. And we're gonna end on this crazy alien talk, okay? In my mind, of course, we're not the only ones. But if you watch the movie Jupiter Ascending with Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, it opened up my mind to the idea that Earth is the slave planet for other more superior beings, okay? And what if someone owns the Earth and people are just a crop of this Earth that they are waiting to reap from this planet? In Jupiter ascending, right, there is an ancient family or something out in space somewhere. They own Jupiter and a bunch of other planets, you know, different galaxies and whatever, constellations, whatever. But Earth is a valuable resource because they can extract a certain thing from us that helps them to live forever and remain immortal. So it just, Jupiter ascending, Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, we are just a crop to somebody out there. We are a who on a flower, which is a speck floating through the air or a particle of dust in a bigger, a bigger scheme of things. But anyway, all of that to say, y'all, all of that to say that we should just enjoy this simple human experience that we have it's my belief that we just need to be good to one another. And it's my belief that 
We cannot replace ourselves with certain things. We cannot replace ourselves with certain technologies. It's impossible and we should not want to. And we should not want to have access to everything because it's impossible for us to take on all of that information anyway. Part of being a human, part of being a person is our interpersonal relationships. Knowing that we cannot handle certain things just by ourselves, but because we, we understand that, we know that we're stronger when we unite with other people because other people know things that we don't know. But when we combine those intelligence together, that's when we come with beautiful things that happens and stuff, you know? So, uh, just enjoy your gosh darn life. Live in the real world. What accent was that? Oh my gosh. I don't know. But just enjoy your life. Live in the real world. Connect with the people who are in your immediate sight because that is the influence that you hold. That is what's going to be, that's, that's the most powerful influence you're going to have. The people who are around you, who you can touch, who are right here, not the people in this little box that we're watching through the flashing lights of people who are thousands of miles away, who we don't have as much of a chance of influencing. Even if we did, we can't reach out and touch them. And touch is very important. But, you know, I guess my Texas just jumped out. I don't know what that accent was. It come out every now and then. But yeah, um, before this turns into like a philosophical conversation, because I'm not trying to have it go that way, we're going to go ahead and end this Lex chat. I hope y'all enjoyed the random topics that we had today. <laughs> Let me read some of y'all's um some of y'all's content comments, excuse me. Larry Nolan said, preach. EK said, there's levels of content creation. That's a thing also. Impossible to know everything. I agree. Our existence is deeper than we can imagine, but we can possibly imagine improbability. Figure it out. Larry Nolan says, life is like a vapor. And never, we never know when it will disappear. I agree. This could really be a simulation. EK says, right, enjoy, be good, be great, and yes, cherish life and the assets of it as they are given us to delve into. Universe says, look, country twang. Listen, um, I don't know what that accent was because it sounded foreign to me. Mixed by Black says, that was that Texas trying to come out. <laughs> ah, I haven't been to Texas in a real long time, y'all, but yeah, um, let's just enjoy this real life and not get too caught up in like, yes, it has technology has made things easier in a lot of ways, but it's also opened up a lot of unexpected problems that I'm pretty sure nobody thought we'd have to deal with. So yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. I want to go ahead and switch over to the after hours. So let's wrap up on this Lex chat. Thank y'all so much for joining me this week on Lex chat. We talked about, what did we talk about? We talked about song placement. We talked about the AI rapper FN Mecca. And we talked about was unfollowing really that deep. So thank you to everyone who participated in the live. 
and all of your commentary is greatly appreciated. If you are watching on YouTube, please make sure you leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Also make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please make sure you give me a five out of five star rating and leave a review. Uh, hold up now, wait a minute. Who this? Make sure you leave a review and uh, who the heck is this at my door? Um. I'm gonna be right back. Hold on. We're gonna get right into the sexy Lexi after hours. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, ooh, it's about to be some shit, y'all. Um, okay, so where was I? Let me get some water. Okay, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yo, what the fuck? I mean, anyway, let me get it. Uh, okay, so yeah, make sure you check out. <laughs> it's not a stranger. It's just somebody popping up. Like that's all right, bro. Um, whoa, just just whoa. Anyway, let me get it together. Yeah. Uh, remember that I'm still doing Lex rated $25 for three songs or $10 per song. I will do it live on Lex chat. Or if you want me to do a dedicated YouTube video on my channel, then let me know. And I will do that as well. Uh, check out the song toxic by be different, super dope artist. One of my clients, he's really dope. He just dropped the music video for it. So make sure y'all go and check him out and show him some love. Tell him that Lexi sent you. And what else do I have on this? Make sure you go to my website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. I have the hashtag winner sun visor hats. I have the hashtag winner hashtag keeper wristbands. We have the burn Lexi lighters with a built-in bottle opener. And then I have the Lexi posters as well as sexy Lexi, sexy Lexi posters on my website available at LexiATL.com, www.lexcatl.com. Remember that Lex chat airs on Mondays at 8 a.m., on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that podcasts are available, as well as YouTube. So thank y'all so much to everyone who tuned in live. Oh, almost forgot the Patreon bit. If you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me, please consider becoming a patron of mine. For as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L patreon.com slash LexiATL. For as little as $5 a month, become a patient of mine. You will get access to early access to content. So sometimes it takes weeks, sometimes months for the general public to see the content that comes out. Whereas patrons have seen it literally weeks or months in advance. And then sometimes I will post um, content that I don't even make public. So it's kind of like a cute little secret between us and the community. And then once the community becomes big enough, we are going to have, cause I'm working on, I don't want to announce it, but I'm working on something that is going to help the community of music 
in a major way. And I want to build a bigger community of people who want to have a certain standard in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, if you want to go the extra mile of supporting me, then please consider doing so on patreon.com slash LexiATL for as little as $5 a month. But thank y'all so much for tuning into the Lex chat this week. Until next time, and make sure you stay tuned. We're going to be right back for Sexy Lexi After Hours. Give me like 10 minutes and I'll be back for the After Hours chat. But uh, And we're going to get into Kevin Gates because <laughs> his video reminded me of something that's very interesting. And yeah, we're going to get into that into Sexy Lexi After Hours. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. My name is Lexi. Till next time. Peace. There's no more-